Hello, everybody. Welcome to the actual weekly nightly podcast. I thought we changed it to uh, weekly fortnightly podcast. I don't know. I thought it was ran- randomly. Well, we're just going to change the title every week from now on. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Andrew. I'm Carlo. I'm Dave. We got Dave again. He's sort of like a recurring character now. It's yeah. like, you know. Yeah, we, we had to sign him to a uh, entry level contract. Yeah, he's, uh, we, we, he keeps, he's like Nick Waugh going back and forth from the minors and the big leagues. He's still an RFA though, so he can't, <laughs> he can't go to other podcasts yet. But I didn't ask for much, you know, since I'm already overpaid anyway. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's true. Team friendly deal here. Yeah. All right, so anyways, uh, enough with the hockey puns. Uh, we got more stuff for you today, even though we just talked to you a week ago. Um, so, Not as much normally, because this is a shorter... Yeah, I know. Uh, it's been a while since we do, actually did a weekly Well, and it only thing. happened because it's a holiday today, I think. That's true. Um, so, so, yeah, we'll go over a, a little bit about how uh, how the games have gone, because they've gone pretty well since we talked to you guys last. Well, um, except for one game. Well, yeah, and we'll talk about that one, too, because that was like the day after we recorded last. Yeah. Um, and then we'll talk about some more, you know, team, how the team is doing sort of stuff, because that was pretty fun last time. And, uh, you know, go into our, our favorite five-minute major news around the NHL. Um, from around the NHL. I can't talk today. So, uh, let's start it off. Um, so, so I, I titled this piece when I wrote the notes for this as a Pete DeBoer performance check. So, uh, Which makes sense. Okay, I get that. Because, I, yeah, I, I think everybody wants to know, is this guy total piece of crap? Is he okay? Is he doing well? Um, so, let's talk about what the consensus is, because I personally think he's been doing pretty well. Um, I think I've like I mentioned before, you know, I've seen some energy boosts here between the team. They're they're playing better defensively. Yeah, you know, they have moments here and there, but that happens with every team and I'm I've actually been impressed. Yeah, I really like their play lately, especially against this past few games against top notch competition with the Capitals, uh the Islanders and uh the who did we play that one time? St. Louis. St. Louis, yes. They, <laughs> they, they like, dominated play. Uh, on, except for, like, the St. Louis game, they had, like, four or five defensive breakdowns, which led to goals, which they, when they left Subban out to drive. But most, for the most part, I thought they're playing way better than they did before. Yeah, yeah. the energy level's definitely yeah. up. We, well, ha- we haven't allowed the first three goals in a game, except for that one game where that was just a total disaster. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that one a little bit. You know, overall, um, you know, I posted this on Twitter earlier today that uh, since Pete DeBoer has been coached, the team is 7-3-2. and two. Um, since, since the Since the All-Star break, which is uh, um, when Pete DeBoer actually got to start implementing his systems, the team is 6-2-1. So that's pretty damn good to be winning six two-thirds of your game 66 percent and have a points percentage even higher than that and i think they're getting better every game too because they are lo- still learning this new system they're starting to implement it and they're starting to buy into it and they got better and better i thought that the game tonight which is the capitals game the first two periods i thought they were like really good the Capitals started pushing in the third which can happen against especially a very elite team like the Capitals. Like, that's going to happen. We're not going to be perfect 60 minutes every game. That's a tall ask. But we got that game. We started scoring. We started finishing our shots. Uh, I thought I thought they've been absolutely great. And you had, you had scoring depth from the defense again in this yes. game. Yes. Uh, we actually, yeah, it was the defense that scored. It was holding that score, but it was set up by the fourth line. And we had, we had, uh, a goal from the first line and the second line. The third line, shrug. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, that's and just the way that is with this team, I guess. Right, yeah. guys? It's yeah. It's been since the, we never had an actual productive third line since year one. <laughs> that, that, to be honest with you, that is very uh, true. And speaking of improvement, though, too, one thing I've noticed at the games is you know before that Carlson was out for how long? A month. Yeah. Yep. And he's gotten. Better and better since he's come back, and I think today was his best game. Yeah, especially now that he he's placed in a really the the line with our three best players: Carlson, Pacioretty, and Stone. That line is amazing. Like that's that's our first line. They're listed our second line, but that is our first line. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they gave up a shot today, did they? No, I don't think so. They had, they had someone came out with a stat that they had. 14 shots total and zero against. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that that line, I mean, well, and think about, I mean, 
that's three of the most like two way forwards. You know, no, Pacioretty's also a very good two way forward. Yeah, and, and people forget that, and and even I I forget that sometimes. You think of him as a sniper, and yeah. then you're like, and a finisher, and then you realize that he's also back checking just as hard as the other two on his line. Yeah, he used to kill penalties back in Montreal. Yeah, so Pacioretty is very underrated. He's not as good as Carlson or Stone, per se, but he's still very good. And, I mean, when you come from, you know, being the captain of the Canadians, you, you have to be pretty decent to have gotten that title in the first place. Yeah, yeah. especially in Montreal. And then you just have to typically be any other hockey player to get shit on for having that title like he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's just the halves for you, like you said. Yeah, P.T. Bohr actually mentioned it during his post-game interview about that line saying that, not only are they very good offensively, but you can rely on them to play all facets of the game. Yeah. You can play them on the defense, in the neutral zone, and the offensive zone. They are a very, very good line. And the, how many games have they played? Like two? Or like... Max three or four. Yeah. Yeah, when, and, did, when did Carlson come back? Was it the Blues game? It was the Blues game, but he didn't start with that line. I think he started that line at the third period or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right, because he was on the third line to start that game. Yeah, and then, yes, that's right. and then I feel like the more this line plays together, it's going to be one of the best lines in the league. Agreed. I mean, yeah, I, It's going to be considered in that in that tier with the with the Bergeron line, with the, with the, the McKinnon line, with the McDavid line. You know, yeah. in that tier, you can see that chemistry like, building right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the stone, stone and patches will make anybody good, but then having somebody who's legitimately elite, yes, is just insane. I mean, yeah. you look at that, the 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 assist that Carlson got, and it's like, wow, that is just nutty. Yeah. Like, I mean, none of us got to see that goal because of <laughs> yeah, the blackout thing. But but for those that were at the game, like Dave, you got to see that, and I bet that was pretty awesome. That was a nice. It was on your end of the ice at that point too, right? I first see, period. Yes, it was on my end. Yep. Yeah, that was a pretty nice move. Yeah, it's and it's crazy too because uh, someone posted earlier where Carlson's not potting any goals, but he doesn't ha- he hasn't had to this season because he's the, been the one he's been a distributor this season. Even whatever line he was on when he was with the Marcia So and Smith line, you see the goal totals for Smith and Marcia So has been up there, and Carlson's been a very like a prominent distributor in that line. Yeah. You know, he, it'd, it'd be nice to see him put more in the net, but you know, as long as he's putting up points and contributing, another somebody yeah. on that line scores. Exactly. Well, and I think it, it, you know, even though it was the finger thing, I I still get the sense that there was some kind of underlying issue going on this season with with something in his game, like that he couldn't was having trouble doing. Yeah, I don't know. if This is like a, maybe a shoulder thing or something, because I I still see him not taking too many faceoffs, at least when he first came back. I don't know how many he took today. And he's just, he hasn't been shooting as much this season, but he's been playmaking insanely well. Like, I, I'm okay with what he's doing. I just, like, if it doesn't happen this season, I think next season he's going to start scoring a lot more. And I own. still think he's getting his legs back, too, from being off for so long, because you, the first couple games, he looked slow. The last game, he looked a little bit faster, and tonight he looked his best with his legs. Yeah, and especially if you have snipers, like, uh, Pacioretty or Marcheseau playing with you, you, you just really need to feed them the puck really that much. Of course, yeah, like you said, it would be nice to, for him to pot a few more because we know he can do it. You know, he scored 43. I don't think he's going to score ever 43 no. ever. But, you know, I know, we know, we all know he can do it. Yeah, and, and you know, one of the things that I, I will say that's kind of the silver lining out of Carlson being injured overall is I think that was the first player that was playing, like, well, he was the only player that had played every single Golden yeah. Knights game. But it also gave us a good kind of litmus test for the future to see what an elite player, what a player that's been on the team for that long looks like coming immediately back from their injury. Yeah. yeah. Because it's nice to be able to say, okay, well, the people that are being hard on, like, say, Glass right now because he's just coming back from injury, it's like Carlson took a, quite a few games to get his legs back, too. Yeah. So, and, and knowing Glass is on the third line with, like, the, the uh, Cody Anchor, um, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah, well... The, and the second, Sorry, did I say anchor? Yeah, you okay. did. And the, and the second line is not too shabby either because the the Stasny, Marcheseau, and Smith line is well technically the first. They're listed as the first line, but we all know which one's the first and which one's the second. They're also terrific. Just the, throw glass on that line. For I mean, a while. Raleigh Smith was our best pen, one of our best penalty killers in the first place anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, it it kind of. A shame, though, that they, they split up the Carlson-Smith penalty yeah. kill. They had good, good dynamic. Yeah, they Smith and Carlson was... Uh, when they penalty kill, I always expect at least one good 
scoring chance on the penalty kill from them. Like, again, you know. Maybe they're hoping that it'll give them two scoring chances on each penalty kill. Well, yeah, to be fair, because Carlson got paired, now got paired with Stone, and Smith got paired with Stasny, both of which are also really good penalty kills. And that way you have the guy running as fast as he can, plus the guy playmaking and sending a pass from behind him. Because that's Stasny and Stone right there is like the perfect playmaking for a penalty kill. And and, and the third pair of forwards, I think, is uh, Noshik and Eakin, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's one thing that Eakin has been okay at. It's penalty kills, yeah. Because he doesn't have to move anywhere or think about anything else. Kind of like how England was penalty killing, where he doesn't have to move anywhere. So you know, yeah. Edmond should have the role. Have they? Yeah. Have they put any? Have they put White Cloud on the PK at all? Yeah, they actually did. He wasn't a PK. Yeah, I didn't. I, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I didn't notice, but I'm, I was hoping they did. White. By the way, White Cloud has been like, terrific. Yeah, he's been fantastic. His stretch passes are just nutty. Like he, that stretch pass to Eakin tonight was. Beautiful, but he too, stretched past two. Yeah, too bad he, it wasn't to <laughs> anybody. Chandler, that wasn't Chandler Stevenson, because you know we've seen Chandler Stevenson finish those breakaways. And a few now times. we kind of see why White Cloud's still up and Hag has him it up because his offensive contribution. Not that Hag did anything wrong. Yeah, he's just that White Cloud just seems to be a step ahead of him on the offensive side. I, I wouldn't say offensive. I, I think Hag was better offensively, but White Cloud is. Leaps ahead defensively, and and White Cloud has been amazing. White Cloud's hockey vision, in my opinion, is better. Yeah, that um, maybe that's what I meant. Like like vision. his vision, like the way that he like can start a play with with yeah. his puck moving is much better than Haig, who would rather carry it himself. Yeah, because Haig, the way he's Haig is be- when you're in the offensive zone when you are set up, I think Haig is better than White Cloud because Haig gives you that threat of scoring. Yeah, White yeah. Cloud doesn't really do that for you. He he. He does have the responsibility of going back and being able to be. He, they're to, two totally different players. Yeah, no, Hag's gonna have that slap shot from the end. Yeah, White Cloud won't. He'd be the distributor. He'll have the vision, like yeah. AJ said. So, and I think Hague has better hands too to kind of move around defenders. White Cloud, uh, on his own end, has that vision to know where he's uh, before the other guy gets there. He moves the puck right away. Haig like, has better hands close to the net, too. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. like Haig can do some of the moves, if not all of the moves that Theodore does near the net. I, okay. I feel that Haig and White Cloud's strength and weaknesses complement yes. each other so well. We need them. Like we need, Next season, I want them both on the same pair. They, they, were, they were the best pair, defensive pair last year in the AHL as rookies. They were so good. I think oh. they could come up like... Especially put together next yeah. season, and easily at the very minimum be the third pairing. Yeah, you may not even have to wait till next season because once playoffs start, cap doesn't mean anything. You can yeah. have any players up as you want. You could even see it. In the it's playoffs. actually after the trade deadline. Exactly. Yeah, uh, roster roster spots is doesn't you don't have roster. You can have as many after yep. the trade trade deadline. Doesn't the cap still apply though? Not not during playoffs. Yeah, not during playoffs, but between the trade between that, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. And then the cap hits again as soon as you get to the end uh, of playoffs. You have to, yeah, at the uh, no, it's at the uh, end of the uh, year. The end of the there's yeah, there's some you, cap you are allowed to go above ten percent above the cap. Yes, until the puck That's drop of the very first game. Yeah. That's what it is. I haven't looked at my CBA stuff. Yeah, in a it's, couple of it's months. Um, but yeah, so. All, all that stuff. It's I want I want to see it, but I think Holden has played decently with Theodore, so it's really hard to sit Merrill Holden. And well, yeah, you seem to get quite a bit of ice time tonight against yeah. the Ovi line. So yeah. you know, you know what was interesting is that I was expecting Theodore to get the most ice time tonight, and when I looked at it, it was actually McNabb. Uh, yeah. I can see that because McNabb is uh, our most defensively responsible. That and he and he was on all the PKs. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Which, that that game that game was so weird because the first two periods it was one penalty. Yeah, and it was a really soft penalty. Yeah, because because Merrill was playing the puck. Yeah, you know, and they called that, and we're like, of all the he literally went to grab the puck, and the guy fell over him. Yeah. with possession of the puck. Yeah. yeah. Now when I was up there at my angle, the way I saw, I'm like, oh, that's a legit penalty. But then as soon as I saw the replay, I'm like, ooh, yeah, that's a yeah. little soft. Yeah. yeah, it was a soft, and 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 then the third period came, and it was like. Five penalties each. I'm like, 
What? Did you guys wait for the third period? Did you guys hey, lose I'll, your whistles? I'll, <laughs> like, I'll take uh, I'll take that soft penalty to against Merrill for the soft penalty that got us the game winning goal against the Blues. Yeah, because yeah, that was also a that was, super that was, soft penalty. Yeah, that, that I never good. did see a good replay of that, so I just took everybody's word for it on the, that. The hooking against Marsha, so yeah, was yeah. It? yeah, yeah. It was like basically like by the time that the guy even could have gotten a hook on him, the ref had already blown the whistle that yeah. he hooked him. Like, because he had his, like, he was about to hook him, don't get me wrong, yeah. but I don't think he actually did it by the time the ref blew the whistle. Yeah, yeah that's one thing when, you know, coaching high school basketball, we, it's like, you anticipated that call, that never happened. And we get on him, and then we kind of get a makeup call later on or something, you know. Yeah, it's the makeup calls and stuff. But that, that, that game, well, tonight's game was just, told, at least the past three games has just been... But clenching. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, well, let's let's talk about the let's go back for real quick because we talked about the Washington game. Let's talk about the the couple others since we last had the yeah. podcast. So we did a we we did have a really bad game in Minnesota, but let's let's think about where that was. That was in between the first game back for back home. Yes. Then it was to Minnesota for for one, one game, game and then back home back again. Home. It, it, and they were already jet lagged from being East Coast for yeah. like a month. It was just an extension of the road trip. You could consider that Vegas game. Uh, the fifth game of that yeah. road trip, and that and for some reason Minnesota gives us so much trouble. We have only beaten them twice in what three years, and I believe once was in overtime. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it was a shootout because I remember Hall yeah. got the yeah. Hall got the yep, that's right, uh, the, yep, that's right, the last shot. And oh, and it was against his old team. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and we had to. It was like. 1-0 at the at the third, and we scored. That was Pacioretty's first goal as the Golden Knight to tie it. Because, that, yeah, that was last year. Yeah, that was, for some reason, I don't know why Minnesota just gives us so much trouble. They're a very physical team. They're like the Kings were like five, yeah, ten years it, ago. It doesn't make any sense. Like, um, of all the teams, why Minnesota? It's just... I guess some team's systems just don't... Yeah. Com- aren't compatible. Well, and that's the thing is they're bruisers. That whole team is is meant to be physical and, and wear you down yeah. a, a, like either on or away from the puck. And that's exactly what they do to Vegas. Or, yeah, every just time. Sl- or slash you into in the balls. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, let, let's let's take some time to just like a moment of silence for Ryan Reeves, man. Yeah, I have been beat up. Like, yeah. I, I feel so bad for like, like, I I do have to give it give credit to his wife, though, for going on Twitter. <laughs> like somebody said, oh, man, I hope Ryan Reeves is done having kids. And Ryan Reeves wife went on Twitter to say he's done. <laughs> yeah, like, that, let's talk about Reeves real that quick. Though. One Twitter that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alana wins Twitter a lot because she will. She's very vocal about sticking up for her husband, which I have all the respect for. Yeah, I mean, let, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Reeves though, because I remember in our podcast, the start of the season, we did talk a lot about Reeves and how um, I, we didn't think that he should be in the lineup. He should be scratched or whatever. Yeah. But uh, right now, so far, I thought Reeves has played. Really well. I'll be the first one to take back anything I said because you know what? He's been a difference maker in some of these games. Exactly. The Blues game when they were down three, um, like at the start of January. Yeah. They, he scored the goal that opened up the scoring for Vegas, and re- then successively, just everybody started it's, scoring. It's not really just him scoring, getting or getting points. It's just the that fourth line as as a whole. Yeah. To the, be honest with you, them playing the roles, and yeah. like I I've told a lot of other people, like you can't have the same lineup every single night. You got to have a rotation. People got to play their roles because you want to be fresh at the end of the year, and he's played his role very, very well. Yeah, yeah. Because that fourth line is the energy line, and you've seen it every time. When you need, to, when they needed to switch that momentum, they roll out that fourth line and they keep the puck on the other. Yeah, they keep their, the pressure in the. They, they keep zone. the pressure. They might not get any scoring chances, but the the puck stays in the offensive zone, and like the momentum shifts, and he gets the other line in there, and then. Moves forward. And for the most part, they did a great job of that today, especially yes. in the first half of that game. Carrier's hit at the beginning yeah. of the game, and he just stood there waiting for a response, and then he hits him again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, I'm, I still think Reeves is a little bit overpaid at 2.7. Yeah. yeah. Next but, next season, but his play, uh, I do not want to scratch him right now because no, I think no, he no. has played really well. But next season, if he wants to resign being a UFA, I would, I would 
not want to see more than 1.5. Yeah, 1.5 is the maximum. And that's that's high. I, I would yeah. rather see like between 1 and 1.25. Yeah. And I think he'll take it because, you know, I uh, we were I think we were talking about this after we finished the podcast last week that he'll take that because he has so much money invested in other stuff here. Oh, you know who that was actually the Rink Rats one I was listening to that um, okay. I think Jesse and uh, and Ryan were talking about that because I mean, it makes sense. He's got all of like his business ventures invested yeah. here. He loves Vegas clearly and everybody here loves him. He he's not going to get that. Even going back to Saint Saint Louis, he does have, he does have a brewery in Saint Louis too. He's got so it's a little bit different there. It's basically it sounds like it's somebody else's brew that he's labeled. Oh, okay. um, versus because Engo has one somewhere that's like that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here he actually worked with Abel Baker Brewing to actually reserve vats and get them to help him brew his own, own beer. recipe. Okay. okay. So so it's it, it's a little bit different. He's got like more sponsorship stuff here. Is Reeves uh, part of the ownership for the uh, for the restaurant? You know I don't. No, I, don't I know. Think so. I know Alex Stuck. It's uh, a lot of the young guys. William Carlson. Uh, Isn't Shay in it too? Yeah, yeah Theodore. Theodore. I think it's the guys that have like eight-year contracts. That are, yeah, that Mark Stone. That. I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if Schmidt was on that because he's yeah. got a huge contract here. Yeah, but, but it's the guys with big contracts that that had a fairly decent no-trade clause that uh, yeah, that, it's that built that. But yeah, I think Reeves has played his role well and uh. And that's all you gotta ask. Yeah, that's I, all I'd be you gotta I'd ask. be okay exactly. seeing him here next season. Um, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. a fourth line bruiser like that, I, he's got a really good purpose on this team. Plus, it is kind of amusing to see the ridiculous fights like the Islanders. Yeah, the Islanders like I I I it was a it was a really good tilt, but I'm still not a fan of staged fight the, yeah. the background you know? of it made me feel a little bit different about it though like how like apparently it was what's his name it's was... for uh what's his name the, the the heavyweight fighter guy yeah, no, tyson tyson yeah tyson joster no that's that's a he asked raise to go and raise says no i i, I want to get some going i want to get my legs going yeah. first but then he's, he's like, like oh, but, right, fine, but that that go. heavyweight champion's here, and he's like, ah, okay, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. I like I said, I'm not a big fan of stage fights like that. I want the when the players do fight, I want it because of they have to, you know, what the fights like, is like for today. Forced, yeah, yeah, with the white cloud hit when yeah. when uh, Reeves went up and stuck up yeah, for him. Exactly that kind of that kind of thing, you know. And that's the thing we need out of Reeves. That you know, we haven't seen him take like a stupid penalty in a long time, or exactly, like that, or going out of his. Role in a long time. But he's, that's actually, right. he's actually <laughs> one of the more responsible ones when it comes to penalties, especially mm-hmm. this season. Yeah, like, most of yep. his penalties are from fights and from exa- yep. like exactly. And a McNabb lot- cleaned his stuff up, so we can all just be thankful that we don't have Colin Miller to give us all the penalties. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ma- uh, Merrill did had two today, so one of them was the most. Yeah, solid I was just kind of glad Marshy didn't get a bad one today, like he had to get. Yeah, because game was that? Was that the last one or was that? Yeah, it was. It was the Islanders one. He yeah. took. He took a penalty. Uh, was it Islanders? Yeah, yeah, he took one for uh, unsportsmanlike conduct, and yeah, he took little... another one like that, at St. Louis too. Yeah, yeah. that was a cross check right in front of the net when we. Oh yeah, yeah. Side. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember was, that. Marchie gets real emotional, you can tell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we talked about Minnesota. The St. Louis game was one of the better games I've ever physically personally gone to. Yeah, because All three of us were there. We were there. Uh, we were there. Eric was there. We uh, met Summer few, was there. Yeah, we met a few Twitter people. Yeah, so shout out to uh, to Char and, uh, and Brittany and... I think there was somebody else that I'm forgetting now. Whatever. You you guys saw us. We, we'll shout you out next time. Just remind yeah. us. Just remind <laughs> us. Cause, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was great meeting new people that were fans that we've interacted with on Twitter forever. And um, and uh, and not fans of ours. Fans of the game. Like, yeah. we don't actually... We don't, yeah, we if don't we have, have our own fans, that'd be kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. well, what do we call our fans? Because, you know, how there's the believers. There's the, you know... Well, are, are they the weak, li- mm. weak lighter... Weak- Mm. I don't know. I, I just it call just them. Sounds kind of awkward. Let, let's just yeah. call them the liars because then they'll call us yeah, out for not being weekly. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, so uh, so it was great. It was great getting to meet people, but also like I think that it was game the, was amazing. Oh, man. and it was the first time that all five of us, like you know, Summer and then Eric and then the three of us, had actually been physically in it's, T-Mobile at the exact same time. It's, yep. It's hilarious because I remember that that uh, that tying goal, that fifth goal with uh, Alex Tuck. Yep. I, th- I I tweeted this, but it, it was funny because the third line was in there, and Eric literally said, "It's like has the third line even had a scoring chance this game?" <laughs> and then like five seconds later, yep, Alex Tuck scored the the goal, and I we of course you like you cheer, and I just. 
I just grabbed Ari like, there's your freaking scoring chance. And I don't think I've seen Alex Tuck celebrate a goal as much as that one in a yes. long time. It had to been a relief off his back oh. and then a couple shifts later. It's so yeah. unfortunate, man. Uh, like he, I, is, he had an assist and a goal in that game. Yep. And I thought that was going to get him going. Like that third line, Cody Glass was going to come back to that line, maybe yep. push Eakin down. That would have been a Stevenson Glass stuck line. That oh, sounds man. really good. But it wasn't meant to be, you know. Hopefully, he comes back strong, and it's gonna be really frustrating for him too, because this is the the se- was the second time he's been hurt this season, or third third time, third, third, time. Third, time. third yeah. time, concussion probably. Yeah, and, and the yeah. one, and then and he what did, he did with his hand. Yeah, and he didn't start the season. Yeah, uh, yeah. The season starter was the hand one, right? I believe so because I remember uh, when they had that season ticket holder event when we went to the link. Yeah, uh, he was. Hide he, his and he couldn't yeah. shake your hand, right? No, he couldn't shake yeah. your hands, but he also kept one in his pocket yeah. the entire time. Yeah, so yeah, so he's got to be really frustrating for Tuck. I hope uh, he bounces back in the playoffs or even next year. Hopefully, he comes back stronger because uh, I really like Tuck, even though his play has not been that great this season. Yeah, and you know, you know we got a lot of people calling like, "Oh, we need to trade him." It's like, no, no. I, he's still very young. He's still what? And he's 24? not going to get a good return value this season. Exactly. Yeah, right your value, your value. Over- and I know I've mentioned it before. I'm like, yeah, he'll be a. I always mention he'll be a target for other teams, but not. You know, openly get rid of him. Tuck yeah, needs, openly kind of yeah market him. Tuck needs an elite center and. A more ice time in order to score because uh, look at where like and I, I know we've talked about this but when you put him on the second line last season mm-hmm. with Stone and Pacioretty he was a freaking scoring machine yeah like he he could you couldn't get him to well, not score like. <laughs> well if you if you put anybody be, with Stone and Pacioretty but even yeah. with Eakin and Pacioretty he was yeah, scoring well, yeah if you put every anybody with, with Pacioretty, <laughs> with Pacioretty yeah. that's Pacioretty has been such a good player for us a lot of people go call back to that trade where we, especially what Suzuki is doing right now and what Tatar is doing for Montreal. Everybody says, "Oh, we lost that trade." Like no, I, no, I didn't lose that trade because Turk that, wouldn't have played. Tatar. That trade has revived Petrovic's career. Yes, yes, I would do that trade over again, even though I know the results of what Suzuki and Tatar has been doing. Because Patch Reddy has been that good for us. Well, yeah, and I thought about it a little bit because I was like a little salty because basically if you add it all together, it was Tatar, which equaled a first, second, and third plus Suzuki okay, and a yeah. second. But, but I do also understand that if we didn't have Tatar to trade, it would have had to have been somebody else on the yes. team. Yeah. And like that Lindbergh. first round pick that went to Detroit, he's going to end up being a really good player. Valeno? Yep. I've, we wouldn't I've, have gotten that same pick. I watch though, I right? watch a lot of Wolves games. No, it, games, it was yeah. still the 30th pick. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I watch I watch a lot of the uh, uh, Wolves games, and they play Grand Rapids a lot. So I've seen Valeno play. Actually, I just watched the game on Saturday. This Saturday? Yeah, Valeno is a really good player. Yep, and he had a really good junior tournament too. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, so yeah, we talked about St. Louis, that which, by the way, that overtime goal was just... Yeah. Ooh, that was... Mar- Marty calling for the crowd to cheer that was, on. That, that was one of my favorite sellies. I, like you mentioned, that, it's like, I should have used that picture for my meme that yeah. I made. It's like... I, I was looking for it. Looking for it. I couldn't find a real good one. Everything was... You kinda, just got to screenshot it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's I should have done that. As soon as you said it, I was like, Mm, dang yeah. it. See, man, like I, I've been making memes, For a so, long I was, time. so I was, so like, I'm giving you pointers. <laughs> yeah, it's that, it's that extra set of details that takes yep. your meme from yep. good to, to great. great. Yeah. By the way, future um, podcast episode next time Eric's back on. Um, it, you reminded me of this a few minutes ago. I would actually like to do a quick segment on what season ticket holders get out of a season. Like the stuff like when you were saying you got to actually like go on the link with Alex Tuck because yes, I don't yeah. think that everybody gets a full picture of how that worked or if it was free or like what people had to pay to get the extra shit and like all that. So yeah, just in the future when yeah. Eric's back. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Want to do one of those. Anyway, so so yeah, St. Louis was yeah. awesome game to be at. It was so stressful though. And, and Carlo this actually... Past, this past three games. Yeah, man. Carlo has put out a tweet today that was like, I, I had my... Or my butt was clenched for the most of that game. My, I think everybody in who's a Vegas fan's butt has been clenched since the start of the St. Louis well, game. My, my butt was clenched at the third period. Of yeah, the yeah, that's game. true. The first St. Period. Louis was the whole game. And New York Islanders was the whole game too. That's because true. They yeah, only scored once. Cool. Oh, yep. the, it's a little bit different though because... Against the Islanders, we just dominated the play the whole game. 
Yeah, it and reminded me not, of the uh, Predators game. Yeah, they couldn't get anything. But I know it's a one-score game. Like you still had to worry about that fluke. Exactly. Thing. Like the yeah. end when they pulled the goalie. When they pulled the goalie, that's that's when you start start to worry. I I interact with Reddit uh, a lot too, and our hockey. So this Islanders fan was like. Like, holy crap, Vegas is kicking our butts. And I actually commented back on him. It's like, the way we've been playing this season, you're going to find a way to score two and we lose. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's happened so much. Well, and that's what Under I expected. Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Under but Turk. Let's, let's be honest, though. I, I, I was honestly thinking that exact thing would happen today. Yeah. Like, even going after the second, I put out a tweet and I'm like, all right, well, we're up... 3-0 going into the third, but this has been a problem since yeah. a while ago. Um, it, it, it's also nice being on the other end of a 3-0 lead. Yeah. <laughs> so. it, well, well, last time I remember being on the other end of a 3-0 lead, we got a five-minute major, and that did not work out well. Well, <laughs> well we got the coach that, that got got them to go for That's that true. now. DeBoer so. seems to get so, like crazy luck for his team. <laughs> Let's hope that that rolled into Vegas yeah. this season. Hey. Yeah, let's so, roll with that. So we, they, so the coach can't use that against us now because he knows how to counter it. Because <laughs> you know the, the way the way things work is you know. Well, we're gonna need a hand pass math. pretty soon here. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so that was the the past week of games. Um, I'm very very impressed with this team. Um, you know, I think Minnesota was kind of a fluke. You can you, every now and then a team's gonna get shut out against, and and like yeah. look at the Capitals had that happen maybe a month ago against Columbus, even before Elvis was on that run. It wasn't even Elvis that was in, in net for Columbus, and it was uh, Corpusalo or whatever his name is, and um, and Caps got shut out. So yeah. it happens to good teams. It happens to okay teams. It happens to bad teams. Yeah. Um, so and ha- if it's Detroit, all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. unless you're playing the Sharks, because you did shut yeah, out the Sharks. Yeah, we did shut out the Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Man. So speaking of the Sharks, because recently they had a shutout against, I forgot who they shut out. And that was their first shutout of the season. And it was Jones and Nett. Yeah. 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 And then that and same night. It was night, a 38 shutout, uh, save shutout, too. It wasn't, that, it wasn't an easy shutout. It wasn't a flurry against Nashville shutout. It was an actual goalie stood on his head shutout. But that same night, Flurry did get a shutout for yeah. Pete DeBoer. So yeah. Pete DeBoer was probably like, <laughs> yeah, hold my beer. Yep. Um, so, so let's talk a little bit about, you know, in the past week, has anybody done really badly or better than they Egan, were? Egan. Well, badly. Yeah. You said badly. You said badly? Uh, I first Egan. said badly because the first Egan. thing I thought of was Eakin still standing on the ice from Saturday. Oh my! I think he's still there, trying to figure out if he's. Well, well, that pass. I was saying, I was saying this is why the uh, whole like cable feed went down is because they ran out of tape from like recording Eakin on the ice yeah. for two days straight. Yeah, his <laughs> controller got disconnected. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. It, it, if nobody or if somebody I, didn't see that against the Islanders, like glass, so, like it was the, wide, glass was open. Glass was wide open in front of the net, waiting for a deflection. Egan was wide open with a perfect shooting lane he to like get it to glass. Se- and he had he, like two seconds, and he stood there until a defender came up and blocked blocked the possibility from happening. So then he tried to go around the defender. <laughs> he lost the puck. He, he should have moved right away. He he literally he either move I, move right away. Do anything but what puck. you did. He froze. That, that was that was the most with lack confidence over that was, gripping his stick. It was the it forwards was just, equivalent of a goalie ducking when a puck came at him. That like, was, like that's the only other like analogy I could think of that, that would be close to that. Or deer in headlights. That was literally the most frustrating play I've watched, like this season. I was just like, I was so perplexed, man. I don't know what, 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 what. He had like two seconds. Yeah, literally. Usually, like when somebody does a play like that, it's like or like not that bad, but similar. It's like, what was that? No, this time it was like, what was that? You had all the time in the world, like. And he Maybe didn't do he was that surprised that he was that wide open. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I. Ugh, He's I like know. cannot compute. Yeah. <laughs> too easy. Um, but everybody else has been playing pretty well. I, everybody else has been playing really well. Like, um, we, we talked about Carlson being awesome on, on the line he's on with, with you know, Patches and, and Stone, obviously. Although England did have a game against St. Louis, and I thought I don't think he was that good against St. Louis. But was that... Did you expect him to be good? No. <laughs> obviously not, because I, White Cloud has been really well, and I'm still really proud of that Luftwaffe joke. <laughs> so I'm proud of... Like, if you... If, if uh, I die, I want you guys to engrave that joke in my <laughs> tombstone because I am really proud of that joke. 
<laughs> that was good. I got that one right. I didn't comment on it, but right. But I'm like, yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. It was it was, it was a really good one. Being somebody that that knows a lot about that era of history, uh, I, I really appreciated that one especially. Yeah. And I could have gone a lot of ways with it too, but I went with the because uh, I, I was gonna go with the Scots and stuff, or or William the Conqueror, but whatever. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. But but let's <laughs> let's be honest though. Like um, I think we're all in agreement, and uh, Carlo called this out obviously at the probably our first episode of our podcast. Theodore is outstanding. Theodore is our best defenseman currently, and I think he needs to get better recognition around the league. He's not gonna get it now because it's a little bit too late. Yep. Next season he's gonna he's gonna be considered one of the best defensemen in the league. He has better hands than almost all the defensemen, like yeah. with the way that he deeks people. Yeah. Well, I mean. They're still like headmen and yeah, know. yeah. He's I said almost all. Yeah. I didn't say all. He's joining that elite next yeah. year. Yeah, he's but... gonna be. A, he's gonna be considered an elite. Uh, maybe if he, he if he keeps progressing and playing the way he is right now, he's gonna have no, uh, Norris stocks next year. Yeah, because it's that's it's, my prediction. Well, is, isn't it? It's mid to mid to late twenties that they are usually developed yeah. enough to be that awesome at, to get the Norris. How old is he next year? 25? 26? 24, I thought. No, he's 24 now, I think. I thought he was 23 now for some... Oh, no, because is he a year older than Tuck? He's a year older than Tuck. Yeah, so he's 24 then. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... So, I, yeah, like 26, 27 yeah. seems to be that age when all these defenders, like the, the big yeah, name defenders, yeah. got their Norris trophy. Yeah, so like, I, I, think it, I think that can happen. So, thank you, Anaheim. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you you guys wanted Vanden Just to that take much, Clayton Stoner, right? I mean, they wanted Vanden that much... So that, well, that reminds me when they had the expansion draft. It's just this eight, ten-year-old kid. He had a mighty duck or mighty ducks. He had an Anaheim Ducks Shea Theodore jersey. And as soon as they announced his name, he just ripped right off and just slams it on the ground. <laughs> I was like, I don't want him leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that because I, I also have a friend who's who grew up in Anaheim, who's a Knights fan now, but was a, a Ducks fan before the um, before the uh, the Knights game. You know, but she was like. It's like, oh man! It's like she was really upset that Theodore left the Ducks, but she realized that she, he's he's going to the Knights, and she's like, all right, well, Theodore is going to be really good. Well, well, Dave, I, I can tell you what I'm pretty sure happened to that kid you were talking about because I saw a video from this season when uh, Connor McDavid wouldn't sign some kid's jersey as part <laughs> oh, of policy, yeah, oh my and he threw it in the freaking river or lake or he, whatever it was. I, so I think bad. it's the same kid. <laughs> Oh my god! He became an Oilers fan after that. This kid was a little bit smaller in stature than that one, but I saw that video. Yeah, that was too. a couple years ago, so. though. Yeah, that video <laughs> was like the entitlement of that kid. I mean, come on! I, I would be, I would be the jumping kid, in the water trying yeah. to grab that jersey. That's a hundred fifty dollars jersey. I bet you the parents was like, "Whoa!" One of those spoiled little brats does not get in his way. You saw the look on his face. Oh my god! I start, like he wants to cry and just rips it right off and. You didn't even have it on. He would have just like yeah, yeah, that's right. Connor that's McDavid's right. like, sorry, I'm not allowed to sign these yeah, unless because, you're wearing them. Yeah, because no, I think it's there are those kind of yeah because uh, it was signings. an upper deck signing. Yeah, there so. was yeah. You can he can only sign certain things. Yeah. So I, I, I the kid probably came there and, and expected to be able to sign his jersey. Well, and you wasn't able to and and I saw another picture of that that he did sign some kid's jersey because it was a kid size one and he was wearing it. So what you could tell is that the company uh, or Upper Deck's probably just more concerned that the parents trying to get the the full size adult yeah. jersey signed so they can yeah. go sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Shea Theodore's only twenty four yeah. right now. Yeah. So be twenty five next season. So yeah, that that guy definitely he's looking like he's trekking toward a Norris candidate someday yeah. in the future. Yeah. Um, People are gonna notice. People are gonna notice Shea Theodore, yeah, especially if. He, too bad he doesn't play in the East because then he he probably be noticed by now. <laughs> so make that long playoff run, he'll get it. Oh yeah, and then Nick was uh, you know going to have a million Nick, miles by the end of the season. Nick, well, by the end of the season, but next season he's going to be driving down and forth. But I think he's going to be a, a a permanent fixture in the roster next season. I agree, especially if they don't re-sign Nosek. I, I don't think they're bringing back Nosek. And so if they don't do that, then Wa yeah, would be a perfect fit. Yeah, and um, who knows after the trade deadline? Yeah, or. Depending on where everybody ends up, what if Carrier is not on that line? Then No Noshik would maybe end up as a left winger. Yeah, but you you already have okay. You have your nine. You have your nine. You have your yeah. so you have uh, Pacioretty, Carlson, Stone. You have Marcia So, Stasny, uh, Smith. Yeah, you're right. You're you have right. Stevenson, ain't going anywhere. Glass, Tuck, and then you have you said we might bring Reeves in if we don't take back. If we don't, if we don't bring back Reeves, then maybe Noshik will come back. That's under the assumption that none of the guys went out of camp too. 
Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, then we actually have, have a problem with too many yeah. people. And you have, <laughs> which is not a bad thing. Yeah, it's no. not a bad thing. Because yeah, you have Dugan, and you have uh, Elvinus, and you have uh, a bunch of other Because we still have Piri. And we have... And Zekov. And we have cap space again, which means yeah. that we don't have to do this as much. Because we've been running 21 and sending back and forth yeah. because of the cap issues. And, and you got to remember, Zekov is only 23. He's a young guy. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not that old. And he's improved... Like, when he played up, he was like pretty well. Board battles, man. Yeah, especially with Debor system fighting in the front of net. Debor Zek- battles. Zekov is going to be really good in that. So you have yeah, Kerry is going to come back. Obviously, he's an RFA. He's not going anywhere. Noshek and Reeves are question marks. You know. Yep. Both UFAs. Why is going to be there next year? I think he's going to make the team. You know, we 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 we, and then we we're still going to have you know, we're probably going to sign some. Uh, Free agents, so yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, um, and, so, then, and then and then in defense, you have Holden, you have Merrill, and you have England as under uh, as unrestricted free agents next season. Yeah. I don't think England's coming back. I think only one of Holden or Merrill's coming back, and I think it's Merrill. So as a forward, yeah, as a forward, <laughs> yeah. Now, now you have an extra forward there, yeah. so. Need sign holding back. Yeah, you know what though? I I gotta give Merrill a little credit because he finishes better than some of the forwards. <laughs> yeah, he finished better than Egan. That's for sure. Well, anybody does. <laughs> still has still looking for his tenth goal of the season. He's it's still the, on the ice, man. It's the chase for his tenth goal. He's still in that Not left tenth circle. Goal, right tenth, now. tenth point of the season. He's still in that left circle yeah. right now. Like they're, they're, they they actually had to physically pick him up and move him around the zamboni. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, let's just real quick. Goaltending's been better. Goaltending has been way better. Uh, the St. Louis game, too bad. I don't think it was that bad. No, it wasn't no, that it bad. Was, I mean, it, that's a cold goalie going in for the first game in what? How many games? We act, Well, he played the third period against Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, which was, I, I think, a really good thing yeah, that he his did. His last yeah. whole game was the one right after the All-Star break. Yeah. Yep. But uh, he did the first goal, 25 seconds in, that was on him. Yeah. Oh, that was on him. It, it was a clear him. shot. Nobody, there was no screen. I even said it. I'm like, that was on him. There's that. Yeah. There's Subban's yeah. one. But he gets that one. The rest of the four, I was on the defense because yep. nobody was clearing the slot. That was the biggest issue. Wide open, one on one. More often than not, skaters are gonna win. You know. Yeah. And 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 you feel bad for Subban in that game because he was left out to dry. Although we did get the win while we had to score six. Yep. You know? Yeah, and that seems to happen to him quite often. Actually. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But Flurry was really good against uh, uh, New York when he had to in the last 10 minutes when New York started pushing back. I thought he was really good against Washington uh, to, uh, to just recently. Uh, maybe he could have saved that second goal by Oshi. He got lucky that one, uh, one goal with uh, Oshi missing the net. You know, yeah, the, the wide open net he missed, he whiffed on it. But overall, the, it has been good. You know, it's better, way better. Yeah, that second one, like you said, it was two identical shots. Yeah, I feel like, the same exact spot. Yeah, I feel like uh, Flurry's gonna get his confidence back with the gold pads. I think you're gonna see it more often. Uh, especially with two straight he wins, seems to be having fun out there again. Yeah, he's, that's that's the biggest thing. Because I felt like he was uh, too tight. He was playing too tight. Overstressed. Overstressed. Yeah. And he uh, lost his... Co- it's chicken and egg thing, you know. You lose your... You start you started losing, you lose your confidence. Or you lose your confidence, you start losing. No. That's like, you know... But I feel like Flurry's coming back to that stride. Perfect time, too. Because we need all the points we need. Yep. And especially going... Cl- uh, getting closer to the playoffs. And Pacific Division heavy schedule coming yeah. up. So. It's, but... Spe- even though uh, we say all that, Flurry's been great. Subban still needs to play a little bit more. Agreed. When do you think he gets into that again? Uh, I want I want either Florida uh, against Florida or the game right after. One of those two. I think they should they should run him either. Yeah, against Florida would be good because um, I think that that's a team that has had some issues with their goaltending lately. Yeah. Um, do you think they're start Bobrovsky again? Against us, would we just scored what six on him? I think they do. Yeah, I think so too. Just he's like Bob's still a really can't be afraid to start him. Bob hasn't has had a bad season though. Yeah, no. he's not. Well, it's a good it's season. his first season with a new team. That's that, true. That happens with I mean, well, 
I mean, Roberto had that happen to him in Florida and back and forth Vancouver quite a few, yeah. like yeah. however many times. So it's either Florida or back to back with Anaheim. So yeah. Van played like crap last time he played Anaheim. Yeah. I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was you give him that, that redemption? One? Yeah, I think I was. Was that the one at Anaheim? Or yeah. Was that, yeah, yeah, I was there for that. Yeah, that was the one you drove all the way there to see us get our butts kicked. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, he's, he's going to play definitely. There's a back to back coming up, right? Yeah. He's gonna so play obviously one of those games. I would actually prefer him to play the Florida game because that gives Flurry an extra day's rest. Yeah. Um, Wait, is it is the the Florida and Anaheim's back to back, right? And they're they're back to back like Saturday Sunday. We're okay. going to the Florida game, and then the next day they go. They to go. Anaheim. They go to Anaheim. Okay. Um, and then they don't have a game again until Edmonton, which is that Wednesday. Um, so yeah. I think that's a perfect. Place. Yeah, I think Florida, I, uh, I would have to agree with that. Yeah, I think Florida Florida would be a perfect place for him. Or Anaheim, like I would actually, like I said, I would take the Anaheim one, um, or for or Subban I would take the I would take the Florida one okay. for Subban, Anaheim for Flurry, and then play Flurry again against Edmonton. Yeah, especially, and then, especially Edmonton without uh, McDavid right now. And then maybe play Bu- um, Subban against either Buffalo or LA or New Jersey. I don't yeah. care. I want one. I want Subban to play at least once a week. Agreed. I right? would totally agree with that. Agreed. Right. I, I'd like him to play one in three or four games. Yeah. Um, is that's the way it should be all season long anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, that and, and that's how a lot of teams do it. Um, yep. And, and I mean, then... I mean, maybe schedule them for the easier teams, you know, but... Well, like I said, Buffalo, L.A., or New Jersey, probably New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. Get him to play against his brother. That would actually be... Uh, uh, again, yeah. And, yeah. And, and he plays well against his brother. Yeah. He, he really doesn't I, like getting... I don't think... No, he lost once against his brother. That one time. His brothers yeah. never scored against him. Yeah. I mean, that reminds me, had, they had the mites at night at the first intermission today, and the kid, the only kid who scored, scored on his brother. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's nice. But, but yeah, so, um, yeah, goaltending, I'm, I'm looking forward to hoping it continues to improve because Flurry, Flurry, there was a lot of saves that could have been bad today. Yeah. And, but the defense also did a fantastic job clearing in the front of the net. Yeah, yeah. that was a big problem against St. Louis, as I yes. mentioned. They, they, they worked on it and they improved in it. New system, and that's what I like to see. But it's not coaching. They, <laughs> no, it's they, not. They got a what, in the way of a lot of shots today, you know, except for the TJ Oshie ones, but they got in the way of a lot of shots today. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Carrier had a huge block on Ovechkin. Yep. Yeah. So. Ovechkin has zero. Like, nobody wants to see their their own team on the highlight reel against Ovi right no, now. Uh, exactly. for some, no, for some reason, a lot of people did. The Bears like, oh, I want to go and see OV seven hundred. It's like, no, you don't. No, no, like it's no your goalie team. wants to see that in yeah, their house. Yeah, in their like, own house. No, there were fans. It's like, oh, I want to see him score his seven hundred tonight. I'm like, I want to see it too, no. just not at Team. Yeah, Bowl don't don't do it against us, please. Do it on Thursday. Yeah, I want to see OV uh, OV score a seven hundred at T-Mobile Arena as much as I wanted to see us lose the cup at T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't want to see that as much as I respect OV and I. I love OV. I like a really like guy, and I interact well with a lot of the Caps fans. I think they're really great people and i just i don't want to see that happen at t-mobile yeah. I, I said i said anything can happen as long as we win yeah that's what i said yeah yeah but flurry didn't want to see it on the highlight no yeah. the if, him, if, if i was him i wouldn't want it either yeah so yeah, uh, it's gonna be played over and over and over again and you see flurry there nah it's kind of like watching holt be getting that save you know when i talk oh my god that that literally i'm looking straight down that happened right in front of me and i still have nightmares about that yeah one. you don't want to see it replayed over again so Let's not. All right. So, what do we think about um, trade deadline? Uh, we talked about this last time. But does anybody have like their surefire bet for for this right no, now? No, I can never because I didn't see fucking Tatar. No. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, no, I don't think anybody saw that one. I mean, come on, Stone. It was like I hope we get Stone. Jesse and Ryan did call that out. Yeah. I, I, Stone was a rumor that was out for a little bit. It yeah. wasn't heavy. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it just happened. Yeah. And Tatar came out of nowhere. It's so hard to predict these, man, because yep. especially with George, George McPhee is really good at keeping the information with it. Yep. Like, we didn't find out Turk got fired until the, the night of, I mean, the morning of. They're the one who tweet, broke the news. It was a Golden Knights Twitter that broke the news. And which never happens. Yeah. If, if, if they want to keep something in, they keep it yeah, in. That's the best thing they're at. Yeah. That or that shows that Turk was the one leaking things to the media. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. No, but because I, uh, I, I understand the people in the media want to get the new like. Yeah, I understand. That's their job. yeah, that's their job, and I know they get upset if they don't get the first 
but it's I think it's good for the organization to keep the secrets within. Like yep. us, us fans also want to know what's going on, but I think it's a benefit for the team overall to not anything leak. Yeah. You know, I used to get into all the rumors all the time, but now I just kind of sit back. Just whatever happens, happens. I yeah. just, I, I personally, I don't like the rumors. I prefer to like speculate like amongst friends and just yeah. like chat about it like this. Like, cause everybody's chatting about things happening with Buffalo right now. And like, oh, yeah. none of that makes any sense. Yeah, no, Co- no. Cody like, Eakin for Colin Miller one for one <laughs> makes total sense. Okay. Hey, like I, both like, for both teams. Like yeah, I said, we, get, we both get I, useless I said players that back. in that thread and somebody actually took me seriously. I think I can't remember who it was. I'm like, it was I'm, a Buffalo fan. I'm, I'm like, dude, I'm not being serious. That Buffalo that fan was fun, though. Yeah, that yeah. Was yeah. Was <laughs> like, uh, uh, whoever that guy was was just fun to interact with because we'd be like, all right, how about Cody Eakin? We for... pay you for Cody. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we'll take Dolan, plus you give us a second round pick. <laughs> but I think right now, this, it's a seller's market. And as we know, yes. look at the deals that have happened. The last couple days, it'd have to be a prospect, a really decent one. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, Coleman. The reason why Coleman got a huge return is because he has yeah, an extra, an, an extra year, year in his contract, yeah. and his cap hit is only one point eight. Yeah. Is he it's, an RFA? No, I don't. I'm not sure. I haven't checked, but I know he has one more year in his contract. So if he's an RFA, and, that would be huge. But yeah. his cap hit is only one point eight, yeah. especially for a team like Tampa Bay, who's strapped in the cap. That's amazing cap hit. I'd still, me personally, just me personally, I just thought it was an overpay. But yeah, I, first round pick and their best prospect. I'm and surprised. Nolan Foot was a first round pick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's and they look. I don't know how can they can stand now because they lost a foot. Uh, Coleman, uh, is they, had two, they had two. Uh, yeah, they had two. They had two. They had two feet. You, you know, they had Cal and Nolan. So you, you know, who, they got rid of one of them. I, I'm actually, I'm a little surprised that uh, I haven't heard more about Kevin LeBlanc being on the market from the Sharks. Because he's a guy no. who took a team from yeah, the they're not gonna, deal. they're not going to trade him because because yeah, he's they need still to, young. Yeah, he's still young. He he is a building block for their future. And he took the most team friendly deal yeah. in the history of yeah, team friendly exactly. deals. Like a, and he's still an RFA after a million dollars for for uh, the one season. Yeah, and LeBlanc is pretty decent. He's he's like uh, I'm just like I don't know if I can compare. Uh, he's not as. No. Tuck last season. Tuck, tuck yeah. Tuck, tuck last, last season. season. Yeah. Like Tuck last season. I, I was, was going to say, I was like, I was there's nobody to Tuck, but I'm like, yeah. Because he's not as good as Marshall. He's not good as Smith. He's not in that tier. No, no. He's a tier below that, but you know. But he's a very good producer when when he's needed. Yeah. That yep. and that's 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 what Golden Knights lack is the tier below that. Yep. Oh, the, the below the Marshall and the Smith. It was supposed to be Tuck, but he's not been performing. We we lack that third line. Yeah. That's well, third. You know, which has always been kind of yeah. our issue. Gla- Glass, we were hoping to be that, but Glass need, like has been injured and it's really stunted his yeah. development. This well, let's season. see well, what happens. Talk this year too. The yeah, injuries and let's see what happens next season. This year, next season is what I'm hoping for with the third line or playoffs. Let's see yeah. what happens. Um, so, I, I, I don't, I don't have any personal idea of what would happen no. in this trade, but I know you were talking about. Hopefully, maybe getting D'Angelo. Yeah, it's gonna cost a lot though. It, it would cost what? Probably a Dugan level prospect plus a, du- a pick. Plus a plus picks. Maybe a first or maybe two seconds. It's it's we, gonna be. A we lot. could afford two seconds. We, we cannot afford, afford a first. I do not want to trade our first no. round pick this season. Yeah. But it's a very deep draft. I want to necessarily want to get rid of some of the second round picks in this draft. I mean, it's deep. But, I, I, but one from this got, and one from next. Multiple ones, yeah, though. we got yeah. we have two this year, right? We have two this year and three yep. next year. Hey, so I, we can trade one this year and one next year. So yeah. I I would do it. Um, I mean, I would do it plus either Dugan or Elvin, as like you were saying. Yeah. Just not both. Yeah. Um, whichever one. You you're you're bigger on Dugan because he I, can be more of a Kachucky kind of person. Yeah, he's he's he has a little nastiness to him. Their offensive style is the same because they're both um, distributors. They're both passers. They're not finishers, so you can interchange them. But I like the extra nastiness that Dugan adds to uh, to his game. So that's why I want to keep Dugan over Elvinus. Yeah, I, I looked up <clears throat> D'Angelo. I he looks fantastic, especially from uh, the fact that we wouldn't have to try to bribe somebody to take Cody Eakin. Because he's yeah, such he's, a low salary. His salary is, yeah, because he's still in his ELC, I think, right? Yep. So Yeah, so uh, that's why I also think they wouldn't do it, though. Yeah. Because it's but, he's on a team that was pretty close to being what they thought was rebuilt. No, well, the Rangers have a uh, plethora. I've I have I, I've been I've been trying to use that word. <laughs> uh, they, have, they have a plethora 
of defensive prospects. Ah, uh, okay. So that's why they've been. They, they, it's kind of clogged up, especially they, it, because they want to give those other prospects a shot in the NHL. It's just been clogged up, you know. That's why they're. That's why his rumored to be in the market. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think that was all we had for today, except for the uh, five-minute major news from around the NHL. All right. So. What Guys, want to get that started? This is going to end almost at exactly an hour today. Yeah. All right. You want to ready? All Let's right. Go. Let's do it. All right. What's first? Cassian was suspended for being a dick about kicking people with a skate. Yeah. He, should have been longer. Yeah. yeah should have been longer. Games. This is not Sparta. Uh, do not kick like that. That's and, rude. And his excuse for doing it was ridiculous, too. Yeah, absolutely was, ridiculous. Wait, what like, did he say? He, he said something about, oh, like, the the, light, the lightning guy was on top of me, so I just, I, I needed him to move. Yeah, basically. He said, he's, he said he's trying to wiggle out of his way. Or... You can literally tell he looks at them and does a kicking he, motion. Like, yep. He does the whole, like, Rick James on the couch so, video no thing. No frame from... of mind anywhere in any level of any sports is that acceptable. No. Yeah. No, it was, it was very just, dangerous. Yeah, so that Those was that. Knives and and he just got suspended before that for beating up Kachuk while he turtled. Yeah. yeah. So I, I know some people will find it extreme, but I think he should have been done for the rest of the season. I agree. Yeah. I, 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 that's, that's a dangerous that, move. That is a big taboo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so. if he got him a little bit higher, he could have slit the guy's throat. Exactly. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. So. All right, next. Um... Boudreaux fired from Minnesota after doing well for like some, a good amount of games recently. This is my most surprising coaching fire. More Even surprising than Turk. More surprising yes. than Turk. But why, why late this late in the season and when you're not really going to go anywhere anyway? New yeah. GM who is clearly trying to retool, which means he doesn't want to win that many games because he's trying to get a better pick. Yeah, and like Boudreaux is the reason why they're still on the race. Yeah, in the first place. Yeah, you know? and it, so and and you could tell Garen who came from Pittsburgh. Really wants to tank so he can start retooling. Yeah, because he just traded Zucker. Yeah, yep. and for picks, and yeah. he wants these picks to work. So maybe, maybe, maybe we can try to trade for Dumba. Huh? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Right. We'll depending see. Depending what they want. We'll see. Yeah, depending what they want. All right. What's all right. Next? So a bunch of trades happened over the course of the last couple. Like literally, all these happened in the last two days. Hours. Yeah, we did. Um, we, we just mentioned Coleman. Yeah, so Coleman went to Tampa Bay for a first and foot. Yeah. And then Nolan Foot, and then Andy Green. Two, they had two feet, like yeah. I said. So Andy Green went better to better than first and inches. Yeah. What's that? But guess it's better than first and inches. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> and then um, I, I get that. That's, fu- that's N- funny. New Jersey also like dished it. out Andy Green to New- the New York Islanders. Yeah, and uh, you had to, uh, to Foley just happened today to Vancouver. Yeah. Which, after after all the, the game winners in, in yeah, Colorado. which actually is uh, impacts the gold. This out of all the trades that happened, this is the one that impacts the Golden yeah. Knights the most because this is in the division. Yep. And it was one of the best LA Kings that is now on a team that's good. Yeah, yeah. and it surprised me because I, I figured Vancouver one more year before they really make a big move and here they do it tonight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the offseason, they made the JT Miller trade too, yep. which I think uh, they are trying to make a push. They want to give, I think they want to give that, uh, their, their young players, playoff experience. Yep. Uh, they're going to be a force to reckon with Yes. For a long time, yep. they see that opportunity right now. Yeah. They want to gain the experience. Now. They are they are very young. They are they are inconsistent because they are young. But once they are, uh, once they gain that experience, they're going to be a thorn in our right? division for for a while. When Pedersen's on, he is on. Yeah. And same thing and with have, Quinn Hughes. They have Hughes. You have uh, uh, Besser. Yep. You know, and they have a Pedersen. Yeah, and the Horvat. 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 Yeah. Yeah, they, they, and then uh, Demko is a y- young and up-and-coming goalie, too. Yeah, I mean, he just and Markstrom a, has been amazing this season. Markstrom's been a really yeah. good year. Markstrom is one of the reasons they're having as good of a year as they are. Yeah. Exactly. They would still have a great year, but it's fantastic because Markstrom's been playing yes, so well. Yes, yes. So, uh, um, next one, last one. All right, so the last one is, uh, so Kane got suspended for elbowing uh, um, somebody on, what team was it? Oh, it, it was during the shutout game that we can't remember which team it was. Yeah. Um, anyways, nobody cares because it's the Sharks. But yeah. Kane got suspended, and then he went on Twitter to... Which he should have been suspended. Yeah, he should have been, and he's got a history of bad hits and being a dick um, to literally every team and opposing team that he's been on. But at the same time, he had a pretty decent point on Twitter where he posted this really long-winded whole write-up he did on Apple Notes and then with the whole screenshot thing yeah, yep. where he wrote up basically that the Department of Player Safety is an absolute fucking joke, which it is. Which is true. I agree. Yep. I don't like Kane, but I agree with this yep. statement. And I literally said, I quoted his tweet and said, I hate you and I hate that you're right, but he is 100% right. Exactly. Yeah. Kane, you still suck. You suck even more than I have to agree with you. You suck more. And, yeah. and this, <laughs> this run is not... 
him saying that he shouldn't be suspended. He is saying that the the Department of Safety is inconsistent. Yeah. Like Chara cross-checking a yeah. dude to the throat and getting $5,000 fine and no suspension. And no suspension. stop using the excuse, Chara, that you're six foot nine taller than everybody. You still pushed him down right in your his throat. You've, with his... You, you've been playing this game for 20 years. You know you, you, you hit them when you do that. Yeah, especially you know? Mr. Six Foot 12. Like, <laughs> you know, exactly. Well, that's it. Yeah, that would have been our... in my throat. Well, we can't talk. We're done. Okay, we're done. Our five minutes are over. Yeah, our five minutes are over. We we had our we had our four points. Um, so uh, that that was our uh, actual weekly nightly podcast this week, guys. Uh, yeah, we actually uh, we we have a stable episode. It's about an hour long. We didn't do extra because we're, we're just we going to keep a weekly thing. We're yeah. just going to keep talking for the next thirty seconds so it hits exactly an hour because you know. Well, I mean, I don't. Well, you got to say our goodbyes. You can't just say. Oh well, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. We're, we're timing this out though. We got twenty seconds. Yeah, we'll say your goodbyes. Now you got twenty seconds. All right. Well, I'm Andrew, aka a, uh, <laughs> aka at Choi underscore AJ, and I'm Carlo. I'm at some dude eighty eight. All right, and Dave at Aikman CMU. Yeah. So uh, again. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, till next time. Got your 10-point, Eakin. Get it. Boo.